Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Bella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing, nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every fantasy football. Friday, you could get what you need to hear. Mondays and Fridays, we're always here. Live on the air, you know it ain't fair. Because we spit it with crazy ill flair. Hip-hop flavor, crazy witty, extremely clever. You know it's gritty. Uh, it's talking sports. NFL. It's talking sports, college football. It's talking sports. That's a standing ovation for Ray and Tay today. You're listening to our NFL preview show, and I'm Ray, Tall Rayside. Hello, hello. Sounds like we might have some technical difficulties. Tay, you there? Ray and Tay today on the air talking football NFL preview show. This will be one of the craziest That's my first prediction. This will be one of the craziest football playoffs ever. We got seven teams. We've got the threat of COVID to shut down any team. You always have the threat of injury in football, but now you got the threat of COVID. So take that. Tay, we might be having some technical difficulties. Don't know if he's with us, if he's on the air, but we'll soon hear from him. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got two teams getting buys, so that's Kansas City in the AFC, Green Bay in the NFC. We've got a 17 playoff field. We've got Cleveland Browns making the playoffs, ending the longest streak, an 18-year streak of no playoffs in Cleveland. The dog Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. All right. Nah, sorry about that. I don't know what happened. But, yeah, man, you're talking about it. And you know what's so funny, Ray, that I think we forget the two number one seeds, right, 14-2, and applaud the Kansas City Chiefs. Everyone's talking about, oh, Mahomes hasn't played good, da 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 They're 14-2. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, 13-3, and which they did last year, right? So we got to salute the number one seeds, you know, and then we're dealing with potential upsets and the Browns are just distraught and COVID. And um, this is fascinating. I mean, let me ask you this. Overall, your picture of the season and applauding the NFL for surviving all of this, right, with not only suspending games 
And, of course, we know the Steelers were short-changed a couple times. But, I mean, this was a big overhaul financially and and everything, you know. So we got to salute uh, Roger Goodell and just the, you know, the, the owners, the players, the families. This was, uh, this was quite a feat to get here for super – did you say that? Did you say super wild card weekend, Ray? <laughs> well, with seven teams <laughs> making the playoffs, it is super. You know, and, and you know that's what they call it now, though. They, 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 you know, the NFL with the superlative. It's the super wild card weekend now. And, oh, my gosh. So, you know. And we're going to break well, it all know, down or whatever. But, I mean, it's what interesting is, let me ask you this. Well, well let, me, let me answer your question, though. It's interesting because, you know, we were both saying in the beginning of the year, in August and September, that the NHL and uh, basketball, the NBA, had a right in that they got a bubble. And even Major League Baseball went to a bubble when it came to the playoffs. And we were questioning whether just medically they could do it. So some of it was luck. Some of it was perseverance. Some of it was was having programs and protocols in place and, and, you know, finding teams or threatening to find teams if they don't follow the protocol. Um, But I will say this. I will say, you know, for my number one sort of takeaway from the season uh, is that they got it in, you know. Is I'm surprised, frankly. I thought that they, I thought that they'd have to suspend some games. I thought it maybe be like a 12, 13, 14 game season, and that they might even consider a, a playoff bubble. But they didn't, and that's a good thing, you know. I think, uh, you know, a bubble is, is artificial, especially in football, where home field advantage, um, you know, probably baseball and football home field advantage probably has the most significance. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, first, first and foremost, I'm glad they got it in. No, no, definitely. But I will say this, uh, the other side of that is that you could criticize them that maybe they should have the bubble and we might not have this issue where you're starting off the playoffs with the Cleveland Browns not, I mean, they're handcuffed. They had no positive uh, test yesterday. And then today, um, was it uh, Ronnie Harrison, the, the, the safety from, um, from Alabama, is not going to be able to play. You got no Joe Petonio, um, you know, one of their best offensive linemen, and which uh, I forgot which receiver's out. But, you know, and they don't have their head coach. So, you know, that's, uh, you know, not to, like, blame them because they probably didn't do anything wrong, and we're seeing the way COVID is and now potentially the new variant that you don't really have to do anything wrong. You just could be like you know in the craziest of situations or places right so it's um i don't know it's it's very tricky and you don't want to like you know rip people apart because you know this whole experiment and this whole season and this whole world we're all day to day you know what i mean and you know right now let's just enjoy the fact that we have playoffs let's bring some sanity back to our world and distraction, like you always say, after the disgusting events of yesterday. So let's go to the AFC, okay? And, well, let's go to Saturday, right? And let's go to the AFC starting off with the first game, Ray. I mean, the, the Bills and the Colts, you know, this is – they've got some history, it's six and a half point favorite. You know, I'm sure the, the spread has changed, 
But overall, to me, and I'll take a little stab at it first, I don't know if the Colts have enough, but I do know the strategy to do it, right? Jonathan Taylor, their leading rusher, you know, he put up a G, put up 1K, had a great season. Rivers has, needs to have no turnovers. And you got to try to keep Josh Allen off the field because like Patrick Mahomes, that offense has become extremely explosive with our man, Yo Terp, Stephon Diggs. So for me, Ray, I, I got to say, I think Buffalo pulls this out. Boy, you wish Bills Mafia could be there. But I don't think that the Bills would cover the spread. And, you know, we're not doing this for spread. But overall, I just think it's going to be a pretty darn good close game. You know they like to drop four, seven back and only rush four, led by our boy DeForest Buckner. And, you know, the, the Bills, the red zone defense is terrible. But the Colts, you know, they're kind of middle of the pack of scoring in the red zone. The Bills, red zone defense, like 27-28. So the Colts have got to really put it in when they get in the, you know, 25 and 20 yards in, I think the Bills win a close one, 27-23, to start off super wild card weekend. What you got? You're more, you're more optimistic than I am. I think this Ooh. is a blowout. Really? I think Indianapolis, those dome teams going, it's not going to be terrible in Buffalo. I, I looked at the weather. It's going to be, you know, about probably about 32, 33, right around freezing at game time. So it'll be. So you don't uh, have no love for Def Row, Darius Leonard, and, and Malik Hooker, and, and uh, Jonathan Taylor? Negative. No, uh, emergency. T.Y.? <laughs> T.Y. is back. You know, T.Y. took like two thirds of the year off. So you could argue that he might be fresher than everybody. <laughs> he was in Acapulco, right? Yeah. Get the break. <laughs> so, so, so what's interesting to me about this game is this might be one of those classic, you know, passing of the torch kind of games Ooh, where Philip like Rivers that. is the, you know, the guy. And, and think about this, the old Rivers, gunslinger, the old gunslinger in his draft class is Rivers, Roethlisberger and Manning, right? And Manning's retired. And Rivers may go now. Roethlisberger said he wants to play next year. Um, but they're basically at the end. And Josh Allen is, you know, he is unbelievable in the fact that he broke probably what everybody's motto was in the football world about quarterbacks is you can't teach accuracy, right? You're either accurate or you're not accurate, inaccurate. Um, that's that, that's that Bills time, OC. I told you the Jets should hire him. They're interviewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I Ryan's think ultimately uh, the Buffalo Bills can go a half without punting. I think that that offense is that good. I think they can score on so many possessions and in so many ways. And you like back. the two-headed monster? Moss and right. Terry. They're they're not great but they're both very good. And I think that that complements Josh Allen, the young kid with the wheels. He's got the receivers. Remember, John Brown is coming back. So he's reincorporating him after losing him for, for quite a number of weeks. So I just think that Bill's offense is too potent. And like you said, Phillip Rivers has to play almost a perfect game. And Phillip Rivers will give you one or two. So <laughs> I see this as a high-scoring game, and I don't think – that ding, 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 that Indianapolis can keep up with the Buffalo Bills. So I got the Buffalo Bills winning pretty easily. I got them winning 
I'll say 38-24. Woo! All right. Now the second game on Saturday, right? We leave CBS Network, and then we go over to Fox to see the divisional rival of the NFC West, the number three seed, right? That was the 2-7 seed. The three-seed Seattle Seahawks, no 12th man. That just breaks your, uh, breaks your heart, right? No Bills Mafia and no 12th man. That's rough, right? Against the Los Angeles Rams with no Jared Goff, it looks like, right? Um, you know. Let's, let's ask the question I, this way. I, like, what does the Rams, I mean, because everybody would say that the Seahawks should win, right? They're only a four-and-a-half-point favorite, uh, but – what do the Rams have to do to win the game? I mean, we know Seattle should win the game. They're the, they're the higher-seeded team. They're the better team. They're playing at home. So what do the Rams have to do to win? How can the Rams win? Two, two gentlemen or three. Rookie Cam Akers, Florida State Seminoles' finest, the greatest defensive lineman or one of the greatest defensive players since – you know, J.J. Watt, Bruce Smith, Reggie White, Lawrence Taylor, and Aaron Donald. And Cooper Cup, back off COVID. Can the quarterback, what's his name, John Walford, can he keep it going? Played pretty decent against the Cardinals, but can he get it to Cooper? Can they move the ball? Obviously, you're going to need Robert Woods on the outside, but I think they need to keep it away from Russell and hope that Jalen can just take out Metcalf, hold him to three catches, and then let everybody else deal with David Moore and our boy Tyler Lockett. But then, then the factor is Russell extending plays and Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde with their two-headed monster running back. This is a tight one because Seattle's defense has improved. Um, you know, uh, Carlos Dunlap and, and our boy from the Jets, uh, Adams, Jamal Adams, they've been, and Bobby Wagner, Isn't one Jamal of the best. Jamal Adams the happiest man in the, in the pro football? Oh, right. He has Listen, a job, but... and it's in the playoffs, and Adam Gase is out of a job and uh, not in the but playoffs. But we all knew obviously. this, right? We knew out of, the, out of that whole little thing. There was no question only fools were on the side of Adam Gase. You saw he was the clown in the clown show, and the Jets gave up a, a, a building block, uh, a pro bowl safety that you in a passing league and, and someone that can come up and stop the run and create turnovers that you don't trade. You don't trade those guys, okay? And to uh, me – You know what? I, you're right in theory, but in practice I think – the relationship got so bad that you had to trade him. And as a Jets fan, I think, okay, given, given that it had soured as bad as it did, I think they did okay. Uh, the other thing is, you know, I don't know if your highest paid player or at least your highest paid defensive player can be a safety these days, right? So, uh, you know, I love Jamal Adams' game. I just think no, you're that right. the, the but, relationship but Ray, soured. You know there's ways to work the cap. And to me, I just think Capology? potentially they might – Huh? I said capology. That's right. And next year they might have they might have more money because they might go to the seventeen game schedule, which you and I hate. I think it's the worst. These guys barely could survive sixteen games 
with all the injuries, and, and it, it, it's just idiotic, and the NFL owners are going to shoot themselves in the foot. Like I told you, you're here. They're talking about NBA expansion, maybe Vegas, Seattle. Baseball's going to do it, 32 teams, nice, clean, even number. That makes sense. 17 game schedule in the most brutal game in the world? No. But let's get to the pick. I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a little closer than people think, but you miss, you're going to miss Jared Goff. And I don't think the Rams are consistent at running the ball enough, Ray. And I think that Russell is, uh, you know, Russ, Russ, Russ is going to cook. He saw Stephen Curry just cook, and so he's like, yo, I got to cook like Chef Curry. So I think the Seahawks win 26-20. So I, I, I like where your head is at. Um, Seattle doesn't blow anybody away. Unlike the Bills, they won't put 40 on you. Uh, they like to run the ball, and they, used to, they like to run play action off that running game. Uh, with the healthy backs and Russell Wilson looking pretty healthy, they got some legs in the backfield. Hopefully they can work some play action. They can matriculate the ball down the field. But, again, they're <laughs> not one of those teams that ring you up. And if there's any team that can take a backup quarterback, it's Sean McVay and make him competitive. So I do think it'll be close. And like you, I think it'll be close and low scoring. So I'll take Seattle. I'll say 24-17. Ooh. Yeah, that should be entertaining. And then we end Saturday night. The, they're back. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's shameful that they have to go on the road to the Washington football team and Ray. Can we change this playoff format? Can can we just put our lob our call into Roger Goodell? Because this happened. No, it doesn't happen every year, and it probably doesn't happen every other year. It's every every three or four years, though. It's common enough. Exactly. It's enough. It's enough. The the, the fourth place seed is seven and nine. And frankly, they're lucky to be seven and nine, right? If if, um, potentially Jalen Hurts plays. But what's fair? Because it can't just be like if their record is worse. It's got to be like two games or more worse, right? To then not say, if their record isn't worse. Just because you won your division, why does that mean you host a playoff game? Like, you won your division should guarantee you playoffs. I get that. Okay. You okay. won your division. So you're just so saying if the record's worse, you then you, you shouldn't get a home game just because yeah. you had a bad division. No, and, and I think you're right. I think at the end of the day, that's fair. Tampa should be hosting this game. You know, we have these divisions, and maybe it's a little outdated because everyone's looking at the entire conference, but it, it is what it is because your goal is to win your division and then Not only go should Tampa host the game, Washington shouldn't be the fourth seed. They should be the seventh seed. They had the worst record of every qualifying playoff team. No, you, listen, so then, so then what? Wow, so, okay, now then let's look at that for a second. So then Tampa would be, I guess, the fourth seed. Well, I don't know. I guess you'd have to rearrange everything, but that'd be interesting. Like, so who would you put in that slot? Would that be the, I guess, the Rams next team up? And then the Bears would be the sixth seed, and then Washington yeah, you, seventh. Yeah, you'd seed, you'd seed by record. You'd, because the conference, you play each other in your conference. I mean, except so for the, Seattle would play the Bears. Rams would play Tampa. Woo! And then Washington would play um, 
the Saints. Washington would play New Orleans, 2-7. Yeah. yeah. No, that's pretty interesting, Ray. I, listen, you know how we get things done. We got BK, BK Love and all of us. We, we, Ray and Tate get things done in case you forgot who we are. <laughs> Hey, forgot who we is. We got Bernard we Kings and all of Yo, we did. So I'm going to say this, though. Ron Rivera deserves NFL human being new award. Comeback human being coach of the year. Alex Smith is comeback player of the year. That's done. You know, Ben Ben would get a close second though, like I predicted at the beginning of the season. But you were right. No, no, the dude couldn't walk. Stuff. The dude couldn't walk. No, no, seventeen surgeries. <laughs> no, the fact that he played and then helped win and lead him to the playoffs. But I want to say there's two things. Chase Young definitely defensive player of the year for the rookies. Incredible that defensive line. Him, Allen, all those boys. Montez Sweat. No joke. And this is this is the statement that I'm going to say. What you are seeing is that we don't need these fads and fashions in terms of, oh, I need the young OC as a head coach. Oh, I need the quarterback guru. No, no. You need a leader of men. And what Ron Rivera did is he went from the Panthers, fixed the most, if not the most, the second or third most, because you got the Jets and Jaguars, dysfunctional organization. I'd probably say Washington was number one because of Snyder, the name, the the, the sexism, all, all the stuff, right? You know, the, all the stuff with the women shenanigans, lawsuits, now the other owner trying to blackmail Snyder. It's a mess. He went with cancer and stabilized this organization, even at 79, to win a division, to deal with having to release. And he did the right thing. You know, Dwayne Haskins had to go. I, I totally agree with the move. You know, maybe he deserves a second chance, but just not in Washington, Right. But look at all that he went through and injuries at quarterback and a lot of skill position injuries, and he got this team to win the worst division in, in, in a long time. But you see his protege, McDermott, went from the defensive coordinator from the Panthers, right, and stabilized the Bills. And so there, there's a formula there. So I don't want to hear with these six coaching jobs – which two or three should definitely go to African-Americans or some sort of minorities. Robert Solis, he's, uh, I believe, Arab-American. My brother should get a shot too. But Ron Rivera went into the freaking chaotic mess, right? And he cleaned it up and gave it some class that it hasn't had since well, Joe Gibbs since the 90s. Remember, that he got that job almost immediately after getting fired by Tepper in uh, Carolina. So obviously yeah. he's got a good name and a good reputation and well deserved. And this is of exactly course. We remember what him Washington as a player, right? He gets love. Sure, the Chicago Bears, a big love. Yeah. But you know what? I, I, I'm happy for them. I'm happy for you know. You don't like to see franchises be down and out for so long. And while Washington has not a this historic loyal, franchise, it's one of the right, best franchises. They have a loyal fan base, yeah. and they'll never lose them. It's almost like the Chicago Cubs in baseball before they won in 2015. But you know, well, Washington's got Super Bowls from three different quarterbacks, right? <laughs> I know, but they I haven't think? sniffed stability William? in 20 years. No, I know, they but did. they got Joe three Gibbs. rings. Yeah, three, three rings, quarterbacks. three quarterbacks. But the but the the anchor was Joe Gibbs, right? Um, of course. 
you know what? They don't deserve to be in the playoffs, but they are. No, no, no. So, so let me ask you. But, wait, wait, Tampa, but this is going to be a better game. I'm going to tell you this. Mike Evans, what was the latest? Did you hear? And I heard something today, but I missed it. He, is he still questionable or is he a full go? No, I think he's or a full gonna go. Or they're going to wait till tomorrow. Okay. That knee's a little banged up, though, so I don't think he's going to be 100%. But I'm going to say this. He was at practice think, today, so he was, he was practicing. Okay. I think – Ronald Jones needs 18 carries, Ray. And I'm going to tell you something. If they mess around and he tries to risk it and biscuit and they don't get rid of the ball, quick passes, quick slants to Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin and, and, and throw in Scotty Miller and then throw little curls to Gronk, alley-oops. If they do not get rid of the ball quickly and play around and Bruce Arians gets stupid, with the, with the play calling and leftwich, but you know it's Arians behind it, they can mess around and get upset. I'm going to let you know this now because what Washington does is J.D. McClissick, Antonio Gibson, who I was on from day one in the beginning of the season, with uh, McGlovin, little boy Terry. McLaurin, yeah. Logan, nice. Logan Thomas. The unsung well, LT hero. is the new, you know, is and you know. and Alex Smith might only play half of the game, and that's the saving grace for Tampa because Tyler Henneke or whatever, that's not happening. So I'm going to pick Tampa to win, but they better give Ronald Jones slash Fournette at least 20 rushing carries. But I'm saying Ronald should get to like 15, 18. Ray, they have to run the ball because this defensive front. Chase Young is a manable. He's Aaron Donald 2.0. He is he, – he's – you cannot stop this kid, okay? I'm going to go Tampa 27-20. Could be more, but I'm going to say 27-20. But if they play – mess around, I'm just I'm going, woo, 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 alert, right? You know, you get the Amber Alert on the phone. Woo, 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 get the alert. I'm just telling you, if they play around, risk it, biscuit. Do not sleep on this Washington football team shocking the world, especially if Alex could play four quarters. But I'm going to say Tampa Bay 27-20, and I want the Bucks to win. Wow. So, so you think this game can be closer than I think it can be? Because here's the thing. Tampa would have to really, really lose this game because I can't see this Washington team scoring more than – 17 or 20 points, right? So I know Terry yeah. McLaurin is nice, and I know a couple of these, uh, uh, you know, they'll have some tricks. Logan plays Thomas and Gibson. No, I like Logan Thomas. I think he's, he's an yeah. up-and-coming tight end, and, and Gibson is really an underrated running back, both in real life oh. and in fantasy. And in fantasy you know next what? year, he's going to be a stud, yeah. But you know what? I just think that, you know, Deron Payne, Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Sweat, you know, the, that front four really has to keep them in the game. They have to create havoc. And you, and you know, the way to get to Brady is up the middle and make him uncomfortable and get off of his spot. They have to basically go, you know, what is it, like 50 miles, 60 miles away uh, and go Baltimore Ravens on them. Because that was the one team that historically Brady had trouble with because they just punched him in the mouth. And they played real physical, and their front four got to him, and they got him off his spot. So that's the only way to do, do it. That, and you know, Washington, the Jets did it that one year too. Rex Ryan did it. And let me tell you, this Washington front that way, Ray, 
That's the only way they can do it. Tampa's like going to win, I, but I don't I'm just think, saying they got a shot. Think, they got a shot. So I don't think, like you, I don't think Washington can score more than 17 points, 20 points at most. So that means in order to win, you're going to have to hold this vaunted Bucks, and now and that your boy Antonio Brown is coming into the mix. You know, even if Evans is hurt, I still think Godwin, Brown, like you said, the running backs, Gronk, they they have enough to score 30. So so you really have to hold them to like 17 to win this game, 2017, if you're watching. I just don't think that's happening. So I think I think the Bucks win big. I think they win 30, 30 to 17. Mm. Okay. We got a lot of blowouts. Yeah, yeah man. Blowouts in Super Wildcard Week. So let's go to Sunday, man. And, you know, we start off with a rematch that I don't care what players say. It was not five years ago. It was just last year. And the Baltimore Ravens are going to Tennessee, and they remember everything. Lamar Jackson remembers. Okay, and now he's got my man J.K. Dobbins. They've lost some offensive linemen, some defensive players. But Hollywood Brown is, is, is awakened. Andrews will be there. Mark Ingram's going to be there. And now they got J.K. Dobbins. And I know that Derrick Henry is ready. But I'm going to tell you something. That's my Super Bowl. That's my quarterback. That's my, qu- That's my quarterback. The Baltimore Ravens are my Super Bowl pick with the Saints. And I'm sticking to it. And as much as I love D. Henry, and he is a manimal, the best running back in the league. I don't want to hear no McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley because those little boys can't stay healthy. And Derrick Henry is full, full, full fledged man giving what you, you 2,000 yards. What do you say? The best ability? Trent Dilfer, man. Availability. You could be I as good Baltimore as you want to be, but if winning. you're not. <laughs> Go ahead. You, you, you ready to hear who, who the opera singer is going to win the game for them? Who is Justin that? Tucker. 51-yard field goal. Baltimore Ravens win in Tennessee, 26-24. Lamar well, rushes you know, you know what's interesting? 70 yards. Baltimore is a four-and-a-half-point Baltimore's a four-and-a-half-point road favorite in this game. Because of how they've been playing. They've been the best team finishing up them in Tampa, finishing up the season in the last four weeks. Two hottest teams are really the Ravens and the Bucks. That's true. This game is playing, being played in Tennessee, and you know, right they, now the home crowd, the no home crowd is really going to hurt. The I know, team. but there's still I, travel. There's still comfort yeah. from your home. There's, you know, there's there's some issues there. But but here's my thing: Tennessee is an enigma because you know, and and we folks, we used to have a segment called "I'm Sorry," and and I have yeah. to pull up, pull that back, and and I have uh-uh. to start taking out my pen. And writing well, my you, I'm you sorry to a young man that was a quarterback starting his junior year in college. He started out as a wide receiver at Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. And um, his name is Ryan Tannehill. And yeah, no I'm sorry. I have no respect. I had no respect for him. I thought he was the, – the Dolphins picked him eighth, number eight overall pick. I was like, a, a former wide receiver? You're picking number eight? Overall, and he had his ups and downs. He showed some athleticism, but really wasn't consistent enough in Washington. They basically gave up on him. 
Sorry, he had so almost one good season out of like almost. four or five. <laughs> almost one and good then the, season. And then yeah. the Tennessee took him, but ultimately it was like, okay, he's just warming the bench in case Marcus Mariota gets hurt, who was the number two pick in the draft uh, behind Jameis. Right? So where are those two guys? Oh, boy, how the, uh, how the mighty have fallen. But Ryan Tannehill comes back and resurrects his career like very few people we've ever seen, and good for him. So, you know, this team is somewhat predictable in the fact that your boy Derrick Henry, the Heisman Trophy winner, is their best player, but he's also very predictable. Um, to the this is why you signed yards, Calais though. Campbell, right, for this game. <laughs> You signed Calais Campbell for this game, Ray. Yeah. So if you can stop him and force Tannehill to push the ball down the field and make plays, although he has the last couple of years in Tennessee, he's been making plays. I mean, that was the old formula. Just stack the box on Henry. Wait, and, and now Ryan what Tannehill has he got? Plays. He's got studs. He's got one of the best wide receiver tandems in the league, and Corey Davis and A.J. AJ Brown is a A.J. Brown, I was going to say, doesn't get enough beast mode credit. That brother I mean, carried me to the fantasy football playoffs. I love him. Yeah, and the tight so, end is good. Janu Smith. Yes, Janu is good. So, so I mean, he's no I, Delaney I, Walker, right? But he's 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 getting better. Are you still drafting <laughs> Delaney on your fantasy team? Yo, can I tell you? Yo, we got a guy. Yo, we got a guy. Uh, yo, shout out split. to Delaney Walker, yo. I miss Delaney. Baseball fantasy. This dude used to draft. Delino the Shields every year, and then he started drafting his son. He was like, "I gotta get me a Delino the Shields on my team <laughs> at any cost." <laughs> so, uh, you know what? It, it's unfortunate for Tennessee that they run up against the Baltimore Ravens because this is probably the one team that's a really bad matchup for them in that they're just as tough and just as you know gritty and more dynamic. On These are the so, old Ray Lewis, Eddie George matchups. I know, I know. <laughs> Lovely. Nah. So, so I feel for I feel for Tennessee. I want them to make this a close game, and I think it will be. I think the Ravens end up winning. I'll say twenty-seven, twenty-three. So also a four-point game. I think that's what you had. Oh no, you had a field goal. Okay. You had a two-point game. Yeah. Yeah, I had two point. I think Tucker, you know, they they down and then uh, they drive and win. So then we go to the afternoon scuffle in New Orleans, and I'll tell you this: Kamara is just coming off the the uh, COVID. Wasn't he He'll lucky? Right, he wouldn't have played if it was Saturday. He wouldn't have been eligible. Yeah, well, they Saturday. they hooked him up. They hooked <laughs> him up, and so I was like, we can't, you know, mess this up or whatever. I mean, the this is Drew Brees. Man, could you imagine if the six-touchdown man didn't play and then uh, they get eliminated from the playoffs? Well, this is his last – this is Brees' last year. I think he's done. I think him and Phillip are going out together. I really do. I think this is it, you know. And I got to say, the Saints are going to be pretty fortunate that this is not in Chicago because right now the third hottest team in the league, quietest cat, don't tell anybody – Mitchell Trubisky found out how to play football. And, and David Montgomery decided they, they to got Montgomery. They got have Mooney. a great they second half. Alvin Robinson. Um, it's a shame they don't, they don't have uh, Cohen because that would be another weapon. But I got to say, 
the Bears seem like they've kind of figured something out. It's just not enough in the dome. Drew, no wind, right? Because if this was in Chicago, I would question the arm and all that. But I'm going to tell you this. Is my, now, what's up with Michael Thomas? I missed the latest on that. Is he finally, is he back with that uh, high I ankle so. sprain? I think he's playing. So I, I, I just think it's too much posse. The Bears defense will keep it close for a little bit. Um, they'll be hitting hard. He returned and, to practice. Here, I just looked it up. He returned to practice. Okay. Uh, he should be all right. Yeah. And then you got, now you got Taysom Hill as the weapon that he is. It's just too much. And let me tell you something. The Saints defense is underrated. It's a really good defense, which is why I picked him to win the Super Bowl this year. This defense is legit and they're ready. They're ready to win at home and they're ready to travel. I think the Saints win this one 31-20. So I, I think a similar up. score, I'll, I'll say 33-21. I think the Bears will keep it close in the first half, but ultimately they don't have enough firepower. Mitchell Trubisky will have to make plays, and playing from behind, you know, albeit in the dome, is not as bad as playing from behind you know, on the road in some other Ray, places. Do you than keep him next year? I mean, there's, we've talked about this off air, and so many. I, I don't teams. like Mitchell Trubisky, and I think Nick Foles yeah. is a great backup. So you have a problem. I mean, you've got a defense that that. Should but where are you be- going? Are you trading for Deshaun Watson, who you should have drafted in the first place? Are you bringing in Cam Newton? You Wait, don't the have Houston's a pick letting to- Deshaun Watson go. They're saying that he might ask for a trade. He's not happy with the GM hire of Nick uh, Caceres or whatever from the Patriots. And ask, but you know, listen, the Houston franchise, they're trying to get in that Washington Jets and Jaguar. This is a it's a, but it's a bad, it's a bad, <laughs> you know, JJ Watt might not come back. It's a, it's, it's getting messy down there, right? It's getting it messy. Is. It is. It's and, really and, getting you know, messy. And they finally which got is rid of too bad because still, and maybe they need to stop hiring Patriots, and I think maybe that's what was bothering Deshaun Watson. You know, they're, they're hiring Patriot wannabes, and he's like, that's not it. That's not working. Let's stop that. So we'll see how that plays out. But, you know, we'll talk about it maybe on our Super Bowl preview show. We'll come back. But we got a lot of coaches and quarterbacks, six coaching jobs, the quarterbacks. It's going to be one heck of a, a Super Bowl and offseason. So we both got the Saints a big wins. And we go to Sunday night, baby. Al Michaels and, and uh, Chris Collinsworth and the COVID-infected Cleveland Browns <laughs> come to play by Pittsburgh Steelers. And, I, and I, all jokes aside, I feel bad for them. I feel terrible because he had a great season as a rookie head coach and seventh, Kevin Stepanski. They did big things after they lost Odell Beckham, which is kind of weird. And I guess maybe it's the pressure that Baker felt. But how do you not make it work with Odell? You know, that whole thing is bizarre. So we got to talk about will they move off from him next year and go get a a nice second-round pick and another player maybe. But this is a tall task. The Steelers got to rest since their bye was messed up and they had the early bye and playing on short weeks, you know, three different weeks in a row or three different times this year with COVID stuff. And I just Berg is going to be guns a blazing. They still played with passion and only lost by two points last week with like 
mostly their backup. So that was pretty impressive for me as a Steelers fan. But no Joe Petonio. They're missing a receiver. No uh, head coach. The o, I think the OC or somebody, no, somebody else is missing. What do you got? The special teams coach is, is, uh, is, is going to be the head coach. This is a tall order, and I just think Big Ben, the – now, I will say this. Nick Chubb and the boys – Wait, so how does that work? Does Kevin Stefanski, he's not he's not, not going to be involved. Is he just going to be calling into the booth and talking to the OC? Because he's an offensive guy, obviously. But, how, you know, as a head coach, no, you're not just he, staying home. I mean, you're yeah, – No, he can't – Yeah, but he but can't – you can't have like, any contact? I don't think so. He can script the You don't think he first... could call on the cell phone? No, he'll, he'll call, call in the locker room at halftime. He's not calling to the sideline, but he can call during halftime, right? He's going to script the first 15 to 20 plays, and then he'll maybe try to have a script for the first 10 to 15 plays out, out of the half. I, Wait a minute. I think you're, trying to tell me, you're trying to tell me that nobody in the, press, in the, um, in the coach's box upstairs is going to have their cell phone on and Stefanski on speaker. <laughs> I know, but you're asking for America. Listen, you have the play clock is what, 30 seconds, and you got eight or nine seconds to decide on a play. So he does, he's not going to have time to go That's through. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. He can't call so, a play. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. He can't call so a play. It's not, so it's I, not I'm logistically. I'm half joking, though. I'm half joking. Right? Yeah. How's no, he, no, no. How's he, but, no, no. But best believe he'll be scripting the first 15 or 20. And then he'll be scripting, I think, from the half. I do, I do agree with that. But I don't think it's enough because even though oh, we lost Devin Bush, we lost Bud Dupree, we still have – are you ready for this? Alvin, by the way. Mama calls him Alvin. But Alvin, Alvin. But we still got too much posse. Shout out to Charlie Murphy and Eddie Murphy, the, the two, double X posse. We got too much posse. Okay, so I'm going to say that the Steelers take care of the Browns 29-20. You know, it's interesting. The Steelers are only a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And like you, I think they're actually going to win fairly big. But I I don't understand why they're only a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I don't think they've adjusted the spread. I don't know why. They should be at least a six-point favorite. This is my. You get three points. You get three points from Vegas just being at home. Right, but like you said, maybe it's a point and a half these days because there's no fans and Pittsburgh yeah. and Cleveland know each other pretty well. There's no travel. You know, right, the rivalry, drive, but... two-hour drive. But he, here's my thing. I, That's a big blow, though, I, Ray. Losing that safety, losing Harrison yeah. from from Bama. That's a big no, blow. I do. I I agree, and I think that um, you know the whole shakeup of COVID and Baker came out today saying that, you know, the layoff won't hurt them. And it, it does, though, because these are creatures of habit. They haven't even habit. been able to practice. <laughs> yeah, these are creatures of habit. You know, go, that's why you practice five days a week, because even the walkthroughs, the timing, the whole, you know, the snap count and getting things right. So I think here I, I'm happy for the Browns because it's been 18 years. And like we said, we don't yeah. like to see teams. And Ray and Tay – we like to spread the love. We don't like to see down and, and out we love teams, right? and we love Ozzy Newsom and Brian Sipe, and Reggie Rucker, Dirk oh, Minifield, sure. you know sure, the dog sure. pound, Ernest Biner, sure. Ernest Biner and and Matt. Kevin Mack, 
Yes. Kevin Mack and Ernest Biner. Even we're with down with fumble. the cardiac kids. <laughs> Let them know we're down with the cardiac kids, yo. Sure, sure. Brian Seib and Richard Todd used to go at it. Oh but, my gosh. No, but so so eighteen years, man, two thousand and two. So that's been a long time since since they've got to the point. And the and, and now is, who's got the longest drought? Our Jets. <laughs> oh. Well, it's weird because the Jets went back to back to AFC championship games with Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez. So, you know, if you looked at it, oh wow. Now, Running game and defense. The first right. round, the Jets went to went to a couple AFC championship games. Running game and defense. Uh, Bart Scott. That's the old NFL. That's <laughs> the old yeah. school NFL. Well, but yeah, well, the Browns. Well, not re- but not really, though, right? Not really. When you look at Buffalo, you look at Washington. You, win. you know, these teams still, you still got to tote the rock. And that's why I think Tampa has got to, they got to get back to uh, Fournette and Jones. If Tampa Bay wants to get through Green Bay and the Saints, they need to tote the rock a little. No, you're right. You're right about that. You're right about that. Plus, you don't want Tom Brady dropping back 40 times. You know, you want him to be able to balance, get that running game, get some play action, take some pressure off of him. His arm is, you know, the cannon that uh, that he used. Not a real cannon, but you know. Same thing with the Brees. Same thing with Drew Brees. Yeah, Drew Brees is even worse. I think his arm is dead. I think his arm is like um, no, no. Uh, Jamie Foxx. I Fox. think it's done too. In any given Sunday, remember? <laughs> like, Coach, man, my arm is dead. Really so, I got to tell you, uh, I, I hate to see Cleveland go out this way because I would love for them to win a playoff game after not having been in the playoffs for 18 years. But I just think that the COVID and – Winning on the road in Pittsburgh, even though Pittsburgh can be taken, I just don't think this Cleveland team could take them. So, same thing. I, I think that we've got a score here. I'll say Pittsburgh 30, Cleveland 20. So, very close to your score. Yeah. I think we were very similar in this in this playoffs. I think I had a couple of blowouts. You had more close games. But we definitely Well, you know seen. why? Only reason why I think our big differences were sort of Washington and Indianapolis, and I just think uh, both of them have – they can rush four, and both of them can dink and dunk and control the clock. Listen, if, if, if they get it going to the coast, to their tight ends and T.Y. Hilton and Jonathan – Jonathan Taylor is special. He had a JT. special season – this is what we thought he would do. Now, it started off that Marlon Mack, and then he got hurt, and then Naheem Hines. Was Naheem Hines. Don't forget about Radio Naheem. I like Radio Naheem, yo. But, <laughs> but shut out to Radio Raheem, rest in peace. But you know what I mean? Like, we, we, we felt like, you know, if they would have gave – now, the dude still put up a, 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 a thousand. But if they would have just gave him the job from week one, he might have put up 1,400. Jonathan Taylor's a grown man. No, he and, is. Well, and and it's going to be fascinating, Ray. No, no, I'm just saying, it's going to be fascinating, you know. Go out. Let's go out like this. I mean, we'll end the show. Nah. But if we we both took all the favorites, but if there was one upset, what would your upset be? And 
Yeah, and I guess probably... don't say Tennessee, Baltimore, because that's that's no, 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 no. To me, it would have been the Bears maybe if they were in Chicago, but they can't win in New Orleans. It's got to be all day long, Aaron Donald. I just I think that Cooper Cup and Cam Akers is fresh, right? Because remember, all season they were running Henderson and Brown, so Cam's got fresh legs. They still got Brown. Cooper Cup is unguardable, right? And, you know, and this quarterback, he, he can distribute. He wasn't terrible last week. And I just think the having Ramsey and Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald is, is, a, is a different animal. And Chase Young is similar. So Washington would be in my number two in that category, but I'd have to say the Rams because Aaron Donald okay. is just he's, – he's specialer. Like Lamar okay. Jackson. Some players are just they, – they dominate on the field. When you see them, like, you know, you know when you see certain cats, you're like, yeah, wait a minute, this cat is unreal. Like, that's Aaron Donald. Like, he is literally, like, playing Madden, you know, in the football game. That kid is like, yo, body plays all linemen. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna go down with um, with the line, with the greatest lineman of all time. I mean, he he's gonna be on that all you know all NFL 100 team, seven, oh, yeah. the 100th anniversary. Um, I, I gotta say the Indianapolis Colts. You know, as much as I okay. like Buffalo, you know, yeah, it's no, hard to play from ahead, right? You you've always been Buffalo, right? People are like, oh Buffalo. Now after 18 years, 19 years, they win the AFC East for the first time. And frankly, they're smelling themselves. So and Philip is just, hungry, Ray. Don't think that he's yeah. not hungry. Philip is hungry. He knows this is it. So maybe, what if he throws three touchdowns and no interceptions? And what if and they you get, get up? It to, you and, get it to Doyle, and you get it to Ty, and then you get it to Zach Pasquale. You don't know about Zach Pasquale. <laughs> you don't know about him. And JT and Naheem is still playing out of the backfield. And, and, yeah, and, and Philip Rivers, that even though he's defense. never been to a Super Bowl, Philip Rivers has had some nice upsets, right? He's taken down New England a couple times. He's yes, done he some did. things in the playoffs. And and if Baltimore, if Buffalo were to get down, uh, you know, a touchdown, ten points, they can certainly make it up. But maybe they get tight a little bit. Maybe Josh Allen throws the ball into some tight windows and gets picked no, off. No, I could totally so, see it. Especially it's with possible. especially with only rushing four and not blitzing. And remember, you've got a manimal there on the second level in Darius Leonard. He's a manimal. That dude, he, he is just like what we lost in Pittsburgh with Devin Bush and before that Ryan Shazier. Darius Leonard is one of the best. He's Bobby Wagner of the East. He's one of the best linebackers in the NFL, Ray. He covers sideline to sideline, and he's going to be all up in Zach Moss and David Singletary's Lunchbox. He's gonna be like, yo, give me, give me, give me them graham crackers, yo. <laughs> give me them animal crackers, yo. He's gonna be taking that lunch. <laughs> Watch it. So you might be, we both might be calling it right in our in our in our non picks upset picks. So this was fun, Ray. It's gonna be a great sports weekend. We need the distraction. Everybody, be safe. Mask up. Love your family. Stay away from media and social media and all the drama and just just enjoy some sports just enjoy some sports you know enjoy super wild card weekend 
where you have six Ooh. games. This is, you know what? The NFL is going to lose it. They're going to keep it. There's just more money of for course. them, more it's, revenue. It's, yeah. This is here to stay. I don't like the 17 games, but we've, you and I have always liked this. We've always liked this and thought this should be just like we want baseball and NBA should be an even number, 32 teams. You, you know, you, you move Memphis to the Eastern Conference and bring in Vegas and Seattle. It's real easy. Don't do Vancouver. That's never going to work. You bring in it Vegas and already. Seattle. Yeah, you bring in Vegas and Seattle. It's perfect. Baseball can do the same. Bring in uh, Vegas and, you know, they could bring in uh, a team in sh- Charlotte, you know. Portland and just has always been in... a team that wanted to – that baseball has always looked at Portland. Mm, that'd be interesting. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. You know, I, I think that there's so much rain there, and I don't know for the summer, but I could definitely see baseball doesn't have Charlotte. You know, Charlotte baseball doesn't have a team in Charlotte. So to me, if you got a Charlotte and you did Vegas, you know, you could really, I mean, you know, Vegas is such a ripe, you know, and hockey and the NFL are doing so well there and the WNBA that. There's no doubt baseball and NBA are going there. I mean, if they don't, they're fools. You know what I mean? So it's um, it's it's where we're headed. And also for the revenue, right? You know, not having the fans in the stadium for a year and a half because of COVID, um, expansion is what's needed. Hockey, hockey's going to 32, right? They just were bringing in Seattle. And uh, who was their 30? First franchise yeah, wanted, was in Vegas. They wanted for the buy-in, basically. They're like, there's a way to make – no, Money of course. Out of like, uh, what I say is up to like almost $5 billion for two NBA franchises. Each NBA team would get 160 million coin, right? And that's wow. Bitcoin for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's big coin. <laughs> oh, big coin, right? So, uh, but enjoy the weekend. Stay warm. And uh, just, uh, are you ready for some football? It's going to be fun. I'm excited, right? My Steelers got a shot. But at the end of the day, it's KC and and Green Bay's to lose, right? Yeah, we'll talk about that on a future show. But, yes, I mean, look, number one seeds are, are, I don't want to say head and shoulders, but certainly uh, they are Even with the cold weather, they both got some nice home fields. Even without the crowds. That's uh, just the weather alone in Kansas City and and, and, and Lambeau. It's going to be chilly. Whoever's going there, it can't be like a quarterback that doesn't have a gun, a gunslinger, right? Right. If you think about, right, if New Orleans ends up going to Green Bay, you know, you know Breeze That's isn't difficult. happy about, about going to play up in Lambeau in two weeks. Do you, at halftime, at halftime, if you're down 24-10, do you go to Jameis? He's like, come on, baby, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's a Florida kid. He's not going to be excited about it either. <laughs> but he got that arm. He got that arm, and he eats W's, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we'll talk anyway, about enjoy. We will be back, and um, maybe we'll be back before the Super Bowl, maybe for the uh, conference championships, but we'll definitely, definitely be back for the Super Bowl preview. Ray and Tay today. We are out. Shout out to Michael Powell.